Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom. Welcome to the Two Star Podcast. Hello, Poddy Pobbles. It's episode 57. We've got to get through this very quickly because it is too hot. It is, it and is. as British people, we are woefully inept at coping with anything above about 16 degrees. Yeah, we are unaccustomed to these temperatures. It's Tuesday the 19th of July, uh, and earlier today it was 31 degrees, which is bullshit. Not a real it really is. It only exists in Greece. Yes. So anyway, it's episode 57, and what's been happening this week? Well, um, Turkey tried to have a coup, but then didn't. Um, and a man drove a lorry, which was very horrible. Uh, but apart from that, everything's been great. Oh, there was the man on the bus in Germany that, or train that attacked people yes. with an axe. Oh, yeah, and somebody shot uh, three people in Lincolnshire today as well. Oh, and there were all the police shootings in America. Oh, yeah. So this doesn't even register as, like, a particularly bad week by the standards of 2016. It's just, you know, yep, that's 2016, at it again. Fucker. I kind of hoped when we got to July that maybe the second half of 2016 would, you know, just fucking knock it on the head a bit. Uh, but apparently not. No, we're into the dark middle chapter of 2016. Well, you say yeah. that. In news to lighten up the nation, I won a balloon race this week and got 150 quid's worth of Amazon vouchers. So um, screw the rest of you. I can buy shit off Amazon. So you won a balloon race? Yes, as in a balloon Is- I left, let out into the wild went further than all the other balloons uh, that were recovered, and thus I won. Congratulations on your incredible skill. Yeah, And you're somehow... You're somehow claiming that this is your doing. Yes, I picked because that. you let you let go of the string better than anybody else. I didn't actually let go of the string; they were all released as a massive. Part. So you didn't even let go of the string. <laughs> so you, your your involvement in this consisted entirely of claiming a balloon as yes. yours and then so you waiting won. until you won. You won a raffle. I won the balloon race. The Essentially, you won a raffle. Special resemblance to a raffle, but yes. And wh- where did your balloon end up? Uh, it's gripping radio, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. Radio. Um, I'll sort through my mustn't tell you later, otherwise it's going to take ages. Oh, for goodness sakes. Well, stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the way, the, the way 2016 is going, I think... The only kind of fitting season finale is Donald Trump winning the presidential race. Yeah. Um, and I mean, if if that isn't what happens, then they fuck the ending. Yeah. Well, it, you know, I'd equally turn out, except Donald Trump, Trump turning out to be the vanguard of the alien invasion or something. That seems appropriate as well. Well, yeah, but he's got to win the... That, that's next year. That's the sequel. Oh, right, fine. Okay. Yeah, you've, got, you've got to win, otherwise yes. you know, he just goes back to being a mediocre businessman. Hmm. Um, I, I've seen a film called 2012 starring maybe John Cusack, maybe Nicolas Cage. It's hard to tell. Yeah. And um, basically just loads of shit happens and still preferable to 2016. Mm. Yeah. Well, in, in lighter news... Um, I'm not watching the film, obviously. I mean, that no, was fucking no, disaster. No. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in, in lighter news, uh, Russia has been doing astonishing amount of drugs. Yes. Um, mm. And have got caught at it. Um, yeah. And it was apparently, and I love this because it's on the one hand incredibly ingenious, and on the other hand, how the fuck did nobody suspect this at the time? But the primary uh, testing lab in Russia for testing the uh, like the drug samples or the urine samples given by the athletes um, for the Russian team was directly adjacent to a KGB office. <laughs> And it turns out that before this whole program of massive cheating started, they froze a whole load of people's urine. Oh, and right. then what they would do is the, the the people in the in the testing lab would basically pass the urine samples through a hole in the wall to the KGB office, where they would surreptitiously open the tamper-proof bottles, fill them with the stored frozen urine, add a bit of salt to make sure they weighed the same, screw the lid back on, pass it back through the hole, and then they'd submit that as the test sample of the athlete. That's... I think if you're going to that kind of lengths, then fair enough, do what you like. Um, and they reckon it affected something like 600 um, positive tests hmm. over four years. And I mean, that's... Like you said, that's some serious effort. 
And I think at this point, like, we've just got to accept people are doing drugs. And I think we yeah. need to just say, fine, you want to do drugs, do what they do with weightlifting in the US. There's a, a, a weightlifting, um, like, league competitive organization what have you in the US that basically has no rules on drug taking. Yeah. And they yeah. say, fuck it, if you want to take steroids, take as many steroids as you like and let's just see how much shit you can lift at ridiculous levels. Yeah. So you'd have it. you'd have the Olympics, yeah, you'd have the Paralympics, and then you'd have like the hyper Olympics or something. Yeah, but also I think we should have another category for people who want to take performance debilitating drugs right. and still compete. Because that's only fair. Like, you know, yeah, you've got fair enough, taking yeah. steroids and blood transfusions and all the rest of it. What about the guys that want to get really stoned and then, like, do the high jump? Mm. I mean, that should be allowed. I, th- I think why why limit it to drugs? Why not, in the Paralympics, let people put um, two-stroke engines on their wheelchairs? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, again, I think you'd have to have the Paralympics and, like, the Super Paralympics. Yeah, yeah, like, fair enough. I already suspect cyclists of doing that. Like the, the, the big yeah, they, that's actually literally a thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's a motor in, in, in the bar. So, um, yeah. Oh, he, he cheated at cycling by riding a motorbike, essentially. Yes. yes. Which, if yeah. you're going to cheat at cycling, is the way to do it. I mean, yeah, it's fair enough, isn't it, really? Um, but yeah, I think it's you might as well at this point. Let's just say, let's see how far humans can push it when they're absolutely off their tits on drugs. Within 10 years, nobody would ever watch the Olympics. No. Because why would you when you could watch the Hype Olympics with... Yeah, with the guy doing like the 100 meters. A load of people smack... <laughs> yeah. um, oh, look, I think uh, genetic engineering is what you need yes. to bring into it as well. Yeah. And cybernetics. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be brilliant. Just like, so, like somebody with two with pneumatic a... pistons for legs. Or somebody with a robot arm who can chuck a javelin into space. <laughs> Actually, into space would be stupid. The tape measure wouldn't go that far. Yeah. You get the point. Part of the skill is maintaining it, you know, suborbital. <laughs> yeah. So it just goes straight up and then straight down through some unlucky spectator's head. I'd like to watch the um, cybernetic Olympic judo. Yes. Just like throwing each other out of the ring and uh, mm-hmm. smashing through the floor and stuff. It would be like um, a Batman fight from the Arkham games. Yeah. yeah. That would be pretty cool. Uh, well, so if, I think it was the cybernetic and roided one. It would be exactly like the Batman fights, where one of them is an enormous muscle brown freak, and the other one's Batman. Oh, as you're saying, you mix the uh, yeah, mix yeah. the categories. That's yeah. a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think um, you should also mix the performance limiting category into it as well. So um, somebody well, completely off his nut on speed um, just smashes the fuck out of a, a guy who's stoned. Yeah, and that seems reasonable. Yeah, so a speed freak and a guy in a K-hole get together and one of them and do, I don't know, Olympic fencing. I'd watch that. That'd be funniest. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that we've solved the, the Russian drugs problem because it looks like there's an entirely reasonable possibility that they might be banned from doing sport forever. Um, They're going to have to do something, aren't they? Yeah, so exactly. We'll set up start their own, uh, yeah, start the Hyper Olympics. I'll, um, I'll Skype uh, Putin next week. Fantastic. Um, on the subject of um, enhanced cybernetic death, um, I believe Robot Wars is making a return, a triumphant sure return. Sure is. This, Saturday, uh, this Sunday, it's coming back to uh, fill the Top Gear slot that um, it sort of you know farted its way out of the public consciousness, mm. and uh, it's going to be amazing. So to celebrate this um, historic occasion, I thought I would find some Robot Wars fan fiction. Now, unfortunately, I couldn't find anything of the Thomas Tank Engine uh, caliber, so it is not erotic in nature. Oh. I not that many people. What's, what's the point? Then? Well, I was going to write some, but um, then it was too hot today. <laughs> but this this fan fiction is, well, I don't know. I, it's sort of they're set in um, high school instead of the Robot Wars arena for some reason. Well, what's the point then? Well. Like, I don't know, but I think it's it's either written ironically badly by a genius, or it's written genuinely badly by a halfwit. I think we all so, know the most likely are. Not in any way intended to be erotic. I don't believe so. No, it's more romantic than erotic. Does so, it involve um, Philippa Forrester? Oh my god! No, it's just the robots. So, uh, gentlemen, you should have a link. I will read the first chapter, and then Adam, and then Dan, and we'll see how, how we go. Take? Are we going to upset people by by? Our, are we going to upset, upset people with our length? Uh, not for the first time, <laughs> because of the play and the. Um, 
it, I don't know. We'll we'll go until one of us feels that we would like to stop. <laughs> Can we stop now, please? Stop. Well, we have, I've we have read the stop. first line. There, there's nothing erotic. It's fine. So <laughs> that's not the point. It's, it's called Robot Wars High School Fan Fiction Season One. I shall begin Chapter One. Roboteers, stand by. Three, two, one. Activate. It was one week to prom, and Panic Attack still hadn't found a date. She almost had a breakdown until the phone rang. Hello, good looking. Her control board was a flutter. She recognised his voice. It was the sexiest boy in school, Razor. No one else had a hydraulic system as good as his. <laughs> this really is. It's the Psychometric <laughs> Olympics. Yeah. You're so sexy. Will you be my date to prom and forever? She said yes, it would be the best day of her life. But someone else spoke on the phone. It was Razor's GF Chaos 2 to be continued. <laughs> Okay, I like to I'd like to uh, to imagine now that these are actually like kids, but like with cybernetic enhancements and are pitted against each other in a robot war style arena. You're very welcome to imagine that. Uh, it's sort of it's kind of um, the Sweet Valley High of robotic um, warfare. The spelling in this is causing me actual physical pain. Every <laughs> well, yeah, it's not good, is it? Yeah, okay. you sort of have to read around that, unfortunately. Right, let's see. Uh, Chapter 2. I hope you're ready for this. Chaos 2 cried on the phone. Razor, I thought you were my BF, Razor said. Sorry, babe, you're just not sexy enough. Panic attacks, my girl. One day later. Razor and Panic Attack were the talk of the school. They walked down the hallway and everyone stared. Then the football captain came to Razor and threatened him. Stay away from Panic Attack. She's mine, said the biggest jock in school. Wheelie Big Cheese. <laughs> that's, that's actually a robot. I know. <laughs> I remember that one. Then Razor beat up Wheelie Big Cheese and Principal Sir Killer Lot sent Wheelie Big Cheese to jail because he was a jerk. <laughs> See, this is good. How do robots play football? Don't, don't overthink this, Exceptionally well done, you bastard. Uh, six days left to prom to be continues. And don't forget, these aren't robots. These are cybernetically enhanced children. So, Dan, uh, chapter two and a half, please. Chapter two and a half. Panic and Razor shopped for the cutest dress for Panic Attack to accentuate her pneumatic forks. <laughs> but then, way big cheese... Oh, wheelie big cheese. Broke out of jail and called Panic on her phone. I will beat up Razor and take you to prom myself. Get a load of that. I will bring jocks too. Panic Attack was spared, scared, but Razor ripped the phone from her and told Cheese that he was dumb and beat them all up. Panic Attack shopped for more dresses, but then wheelie big cheese... Cassius to Storm to ran in and fight Razor, the beat Razor and took him away. Panic attack screamed as she carried her off to be continued. So Cassius Two's got involved. That was the that was the one that was driven by that androgynous ginger, wasn't it? Yes, they're all basically I, big. Weak I don't remember Storm Two. No, I don't remember Storm Two, but Cass- yeah, Cassius Two was it? Cassius Two? No, Chaos Two was ri- driven by the androgynous. Yeah, no, Cassius was the one that that like. Um, was that the furry one? No, Cassius was like the wedge that that like. Um, oh, electro- fucking the, wedges! The, 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 the you know uh, engineering professor made uh, and it just fucking wrecked everybody. Bloody Roadblock has got a lot to answer good. for. As soon as Roadblock was kicking ass in uh, in number one, it was just wedges all over the fucking yeah. place. Wasn't and then Hypnotist really turned shit on its head. Yeah. Although I did love the trailer for the um, the new Robot Wars, where one of the robots is carrying a present around, and one, the disky one runs up to it, and the present turns out to have a net in it. I've not seen that. Oh, it's brilliant. So who was the furry idiot who um, went on fire oh, that was like yeah that was like the one that had like the sort of ladybird pattern yeah that's thing. it i can't remember yeah. well maybe uh maybe he'll make an appearance you never know um chapter 2.75 razor killed storm 2 and cassius 2 and beat up wheelie big cheese and sent him to jail again panic attack was rescued they bought three dresses that all looked great razor kissed panic attack five days until prom next chapter panic attack versus someone I very much enjoy the numbering scheme in this. It's odd, isn't it? Chapter five. <laughs> the next one's my favourite. Yeah. Inside a secret lab, there was an evil person, but it's a secret now who it is. She, it's a she, <laughs> turns on her huge TV and there's cameras in Panic Attack's house spying on her. Razor and Panic Attack come to the door into her house and talk about the prom and how cool it's going to be. They have a secret plan to have the best prom dance ever and make everyone in the school jealous. What is the plan and who is the secret person? Find out next time. Hmm. Chapter Unnumbered 
secret place, we press the button on the TV and the trap door opens under Panic Attack. Panic Attack falls 400 feet and lands in a jail. The secret person walks in its chaos to Razor's old girlfriend, Sheen Bad. Razor's mind says, Chaos 2, you can't have him. We'll go to the prom together and be the talk of the school. Panic Attack screamed as Chaos 2 turned off the lights and left the room. It was pitch dark. Razor yelled, Panic Attack, where are you? To be content. It's, it's getting uh, getting pretty hot now. We're about halfway through. Don't panic. Um, chapter 7 teaser, Razor finds a clue. Chapter 6 plus 1, bracket 7. Razor goes searching. He finds a phone and calls Panic Attack's BFFs 409 and Roadblock, but they haven't seen her anywhere. They're so worried. He hangs up. Meanwhile, in Chaos 2 base, she makes fun of Panic Attack. Panic Attack is scarred from fear. Scared from fear. Chaos 2, Razor's mine. He's not yours. He will never save your. Where am I, says Panic Attack. You're in my secret cave, but no one can find you. But Panic Attack had her cell phone on, and Razor heard what she said. I'm coming, baby. I love you. Chapter 8. Razor finds Chaos 2 and tells her we broke up five days ago, get lost. She cries and Razor says Panic Attack and they go shopping again for skirts this time. (laughs) (laughs) Prom two days away. Dan, you've got the prom, you lucky boy. Lucky indeed. It was the prom the night of the prom. Robots in the whole school, we're at the prom. It was a big deal. Everyone was dressed up. Bigger brother dated Storm 2. Danktatomia? Don't remember that one. Gemini and even Mr. Sergeant Bash danced with Mrs. Matilda. Everyone laughed. But I like that the um, house robots are the teachers. That's yes. a good attention to detail yes, there. Absolutely. Yes. But Razor and PA were the Talk of the school, they made everyone jealous. Razor was so strong, he almost crutched panic attack with his hydraulic system. He was so strong, I'm getting flashbacks to Thomas Tanking. <laughs> uh, but he didn't, don't worry. Razor picked PA in his self-writing mechanisms off her wheels and made her... Oh, pirouette. Do a pirouette. <laughs> uh, she swooned. Her control board almost reached 20 amps. It's a lot of amps. Uh, but not everything was okay. Chaos 2 sat by the beverages. She was so... And her pneumatic system... So mad, come on. So mad. And her pneumatic system really much. She was very mad. She had a plan, though. She pulled out her cell phone and called someone. <sighs> Meanwhile, Razor and Panic Attack danced around the arena. Everyone clapped. They even went in in the CPZ and didn't get in trouble. Oh, right, yeah. Um, CPZ, mate, come on. Yeah, yeah. This is Robot Wars. Um, this I, is canon. I thought it was something horribly misspelled. Um, but things are about to get bad. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Yeah. Um, Chaos 2 finished her call with the mystery person. It was Mafia boss, Mr. Psycho. He says, hi, Chaos 2, my daughter. I already gave you a secret room and TV, but here is what you asked for anyway and gave her a box with something in it as he drives away. She opens the box and something is inside. It's Razor and Panic Attack. Make everyone jealous with their dancing. They kiss. Sparks fly from their crushing beak and lifting forks. Definite flashbacks here. Uh, <laughs> I like it. it says, don't read if you don't like kissing. <laughs> wish, it was a bit late now. I wish they put that first. Uh, yeah. This is Chaos 2's last straw. She gets really mad and yells, Razor, you used to be my boyfriend. Now you're dead to me. I hope you're happy. He says, yes, I am. Am I have a new girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. It's fair enough, isn't it? Check out her new self-writing mechanism. <laughs> 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 she screams madly and presses a button on the thing she had in the box. Uh, her button she pressed opens the door to the put of oblivion. Bits of oblivion, perhaps. Everyone screamed. Inside the pit was the portal to evil dimension battle bots. This doesn't sound very canon. Panic attacks screamed out step the robot demon Tazbot, he said, I'll kill you, Razor. Two continued. Tazbot walks out of the pit of oblivion and everyone screams in scared. Razor says, panic attack, get behind me, I'll fight him. And she gets behind him. He looks at Tazbot. Tazbot, he says loud at Tazbot. I'll kill you first. Razor flexes his hydraulic pistons and runs to Tazbot and gets him in a chokehold with nine tongues of strong pressure. But Tazbot is not easily beaten as he wedges himself under Razor's soft underbelly and carries him to the pit. Panic Attack screams as Tazbot drops Razor in the pit of oblivion. But who walks in the door? But Tornado! No one kills Razor but me, he says, and jumps in after. But he gets stuck. 
Panic Sack screams loud. Razor, help, she screams. Chaos 2 laughs. Ha ha, he's dead now. You took my BF. You get this. Now your next panic attack. Meanwhile, in Battlebot's hell, Tazbot is still fighting Razor hard. Tazbot drags Razor to the kill sores and hurts Razor with the sores. Razor tries to self-right, but Tazbot is pinning him down. Is this the end of Razor? Oh, God, it just keeps going. Yeah, oh. we're, we're two more chapters. We're fine. Are we? <laughs> I don't feel fine. Chapters. Chapter 10, part three. Panic attack has real panic. Chaos 2 yells, panic attack, you took everything away from me. You took my boyfriend, Razor. He was hot. Panic attack says, chaos 2, more like chaos 2. You're so mean. <laughs> that is amazing. This was the final straw for Chaos 2. She yells in mad and she attacks Panic Attack with her pneumatic flipper. Panic Attack yells help. Panic Attack tries to get up, but she can't because of her new gold skirts. I think we skipped over that. Oh, that, no, that's a callback. They went shopping for skirts this oh, time. Oh, yes, you're right. Um, she gets pushed in the CPZ. No one can help her there, or can they? Can they? Meanwhile, Tornado gives up trying to go after Razor because he can't fit down the pit. He's not fat, just thick bone. <laughs> Uh, he looks and sees <laughs> Panic Attack versus Chaos 2. Chaos 2 hurts Panic Attack. She's so mad, but look who it is. It's Tornado. Leave her alone, Chaos 2, says Tornado, or I will fight you. Chaos says no, and they fight. Makes sense. Uh, things were looking bad for Razor now. He had fallen into the pits of Oblivion back in the prom over a few minutes ago and had been fighting Tazbot the whole time. It was a big fight. They fight more, they fight real hard. Razor and Tazbot fight so hard, they've never fought this hard in, the, in their lives. <laughs> Razor crashes, crushes Tazbot's camboard, cambered wheels, I guess. But Literally no idea. Uh, cambered wheels, but Tazbot lifts Razor's exposed sides and flips him over. Razor, though, can self-right, and he does do it. Razor asks, why are you doing this? Tazbot says, I am from evil Battlebots. It's who I am. Is Battlebots like uh, uh, the American version or something? Like a like, parallel series, perhaps, uh, I guess. I guess it must have been. Like the Digimon to the Pokemon. Ah, Razor says okay, and they fight more. But oh no, Tazbot knocks out Razor. How can Razor win and kiss Panic Attack now? Razor sits unconscious in Battlebot Hell, surrounded by the evil kill source knocked out. But he has I thought a... I said uh, Battle Brothel. That works too. Uh, but he has a vision and sees a robot he's never seen before. It's got self-writers just like his, but it has a horizontal flywheel too. Could it be? The robot says to him, Hi, Dad, you can do it. <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh, what, what a, a cliffhanger. Then uh, you don't have to read the whole of part four if you want to, because it's quite long. Just uh, tag me in whenever you get the will to live drained out. Look, at least it's not erotic, all right? All right, all right. I'll, I'll... I, could have, I could have written something erotic. I really don't think you could. Um... Well, okay, I could have made you read something that I consider erotic. Yeah, that's probably worse. Uh, Tornado rushed in and saved PA from Chaos 2. I don't hurt ladies, but for you, I'll make an exception. Chaos 2 said, ha ha, you think you can take me on? I flipped you, Uta, last time we fight. Tornado smiles, I've come a long way since Series 4, Chaos. That was actually spelled right. Congratulations. Uh, Razor was hurted real bad, but he woke before evil Tazbot could beat him. But what did he see? It was a girl bot, and Tazbot was fighting her. Razor looked at her. She was so sexy, he thought thought to him, wow, she is way better than Panic Attack, just look at that horizontal spine that she has. Razor couldn't take his eyes off her like her paint job was drawing him in. No, I'm tapping out, so this is awful. Razor's really quite a terrible person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Awful. Tazbot, she screamed very loud. You trap me down here, Tazbot. I'll kill you, then I'll get out of the pit. Razor stands up. Hi, babe, I'll help, he says. <laughs> Smoother than WD-40. <laughs> Tazbot screams madly at both of them. No! But they both say yes, and they attack Tazbot real hard and kill I, Tazbot. Hang on, I want to just check back something. At the end of the previous chapter, the mystery robot that turned out to be Hypnodisc said, yeah. calls Razor Dad. Uh, let's just scroll back. Something like that. Uh, yes. And now Razor is going on about how hot she is. Um, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that before we went on any further. Fair play, though. Uh, Hypnodisc is pretty sexy. Mm. Please no. carry on with the Robot Wars incest fanfic. Okay, well, it gets weirder now. So, um, I can't remember where I got to. Uh. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tazbot is beated. 
You're real sexy, says Razor. What's your name, babe? I'm Hypnodisc, she says. And then they kiss because they both think the other is not, uh, is hot. Hypno more than PA. I said, all oh, right, okay, so uh, Razor is um, getting off with Hypnodisc because she is better than Panic Attack, which is, I mean, a statement of fact. Yeah, you can't really argue with that. Yep. How do we get out, Razor? Hypno cries. She's sad. I've been down here since Series 6. We need to get out of here. There's an even worse robot down here than Tazbot. Razor says, okay, let's go. There's still the prom up there. Chaos 2 tries to flip Tornado, but he's just too fast and strong for her. He does have four-wheel drive and steel frame after all. They trade blows and Chaos 2 gets madder and angrier and madder even more. She just can't beat Tornado. Tornado says, bye Chaos, you have beaten me for the last time. Time for the pit. Panic Attack says, do it Tornado. Everyone else in the school says, do it too. Razor and Hypno run real fast to get out of BattleBots. They're being chased by the evilest robot right now. Don't look back, Razor. He will get us if you do, says Hypno. We're almost there. Razor looks up to the pit. What's that, he says? It's Chaos 2. Chaos 2 falls from above since Tornado threw her own really hard. Help me, Razor. I don't want to fall down here and be here forever, she says as she falls down more. Razor says, Sorry, Chaos. You were really mean, and you deserve to be in BattleBots. No, says Chaos. Then the evil bot chasing Razor and Hypno sees Chaos, and she yells, scared. It growls at her because it's Growl of the Devil Dog. It grabs her and takes her away. Chaos 2 is never seen again. I feel like we're missing out here by not having watched BattleBots and not knowing the, yeah. the lore. Mm. Uh, I mean, Growl of the Devil Dog sounds pretty hardcore. It really does. Uh, Razor and Hypnodisc run out of the pit, and Principal Killerlock closes it and makes everyone safe. Razor and Hypnodisc kiss, and the school cheers. You have to wonder dream- why the principal didn't do that sooner. Uh, well, because they were down in BattleBots hell. He needed to give them a chance to get out. He yeah, couldn't seal enough. them in, could he? That's that's he, The RefBot would have uh, gone mm, yeah, nuts. Yeah, no, you're right. Sorry. You're my dream girl, Hypnodisc, says Razor. You're pretty good too, she says back. Then Razor sees panic attack. Razor, she says, I'm sorry, I'm in love with someone better than you. It's a bit, it's, a bit, it's Tornado. He saved me from chaos. Razor doesn't like Tornado, but he doesn't care because he's got a hotter babe. Okay, he says, you you can have each other. I've got a new girl, and we're going to get married. And they kiss. Everyone is happy, except for Chaos 2. She's in hell. <laughs> Mr. Psycho looks at his TV camera at the prom. He's mad. Chaos 2, my daughter. I will get revenge at these robots for killing you, he says, as he walks into the shadow. The end of season one. Thank God for that. Well, that is about a portion of my life I am never going to have back, and will have to actively drink to extinguish. No, it's still considerably better than Thomas Tank Engine. No argument there. Yeah. there I couldn't find any erotic fanfiction of Robot Wars on, on the internet, which is weird, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that really is weird. Yeah. So, but um, anyway, that's, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I did this week. Fantastic. Uh, I'm glad that you did. Um, I... I do have some bad news. Um, I know we covered most of the bad news at the start of the podcast, but I thought you know we'd give people a bit of a breather before we, we carried on with some more. Um, Starbucks, a uh, well-known purveyor of fairly dreadful coffee, um, has decided to implement blocking of pornographic websites on their free Wi-Fi. Cunts. Mm. Um, apparently... Uh, this is not due to people wanking into lattes, but is actually due to American uh, anti-porn pressure groups um, who are running on a platform of pornography being a public health crisis. It blew my mind to learn that this just hadn't been yeah. blocked for the last 10 years. Yeah. I, I think mean, people just make Who the fuck is you? looking at porn in Starbucks? I, mean, I guess it's like the people who look at porn at work. No. Like it happens. Like not, I've, you know, it's not like overly common, but you know, in my my storied career, I've come across a number of people who have been caught at work browsing pornography. And but even if why? even if you're in a, a coffee shop and it's empty, the, the staff are still there, aren't they? Or maybe it's the staff that's the problem. Mm, it's possible, I suppose. Or maybe it's the people like standing outside the Starbucks, looking in through the window. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh... What surprises me actually is we didn't realise that it wasn't banned which means there's a massive volume of people who've been going into Starbucks and not watching porn. And they could have been. They were legally entitled to have a wank in Starbucks, and they have not done so. But it never bothers them. But there's normally someone who will watch porn everywhere. 
And the fact they haven't been doing it in Starbucks strikes me slightly weird. You well, know, I assume they must have been. someone you, Dan? Huh. Well, no. A friend. Well, no. I, I, yeah, just I, a, a friend of mine who will, who will watch it anywhere. Well, I, I can only assume that people have been wanking in Starbucks because the only other explanation is that people have not been doing so out of choice, which is ludicrous. That's what I mean. That's why I'm so shocked. Yeah. So, well, no, it, I, it doesn't shock me that... I, it, what shocks me is that I suppose we you would think we'd have heard about it, but maybe it's just become so commonplace. That Apparently, McDonald's pr- uh, recently did a similar thing. Um, I mean, fucking hell! You you couldn't have a wank at McDonald's; it's too depressing. <laughs> well, apparently, <laughs> some people have been able to. Well, um, on the, the hamburger or our McDonald's as well, because Starbucks generally shuts at some point, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. So. Oh, the cleaners are probably banging away like the chimpanzees. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. It's costing him money and bandwidth fees and stuff. So, Dan, you've uh, you've been looking into um, Trident, I understand. Yes. So, um, obviously, everyone is deeply fascinated with Trident and wants to know everything about it at every possible living. No, they don't. Yeah, I was I was mystified um, when Sky News made a big deal about the fact that Theresa May had apparently said that. Uh, she would push the nuclear button even if it resulted in thousands of people dying. Yes. Because surely oh, yeah. that's the whole point of that, the nuclear That's button. why you would press the button, isn't yeah. it? Although I did quite enjoy the phrasing in one of the articles that said that um, Theresa May had uh, threatened to push the nuclear button shortly before meeting with ministers to vote on whether or not to renew yeah. Trident, which seemed like a fairly serious threat. If you don't renew this fucker, I'm going to press it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I mean, she's she's got nowhere else to go, though, has she? She's backed herself into a corner. She would have mm. had to kill millions if they had just stuck to their guns. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Lucky she won the vote, really. Pretty it good. is, really. Yeah. But anyway, apparently one of the first jobs that the Prime Minister gets after meeting the Queen and all that stuff is they have to write a letter to each of the nuclear submarine captains um, that captain the Trident submarines and tell them what to do if Britain gets nuked off the face of the Earth. Now, apparently what Theresa May said was quite boring, which is basically, you know, go find the Americans or the Australians and try and fit in and pretend you're them and work for them. Yeah, as if it wouldn't be the Americans that nuked us. Exactly. So, um, you know, I think we're creative people. We obviously have a great deal of insight into foreign affairs and um, military strategy. So, um, More so than the Foreign Secretary, one would argue. Yes, I'll get to that later. Um, what would you get the nuclear submarine captains to do um, if they believed that Britain had been nuked off the face of the Earth? I think I would have them um, because I, I so do the, the Trident submarines have conventional weapons as well. I think so. Because I would, what I would have them do is uh, meet up somewhere that is going to be, you know, off the coast of America would do, but Russia is probably a better choice, um, and coordinate a synchronized launch of the missiles to uh, result in a fireworks display style massive fuck you in the sky, over the country, uh, which would then be followed by a considerable amount of radioactive fallout and a massive electromagnetic pulse. Fair enough. I'm not sure if... um, I kind of feel like the pixel size of a a nuclear detonation is quite large. I'd use the nuke for like the the, the dot of the exclamation mark. That's why I was talking about a conventional weapon. I see, yes. So you you fire the conventional missiles to kind of get the body of the fuck you. Yes, yes, yes. And then just have a nuclear exclamation mark at the end of it that, you know, showers the country in radioactive debris. Yeah, I like it. I think um, generations from now, once they've sort of recovered and managed to build society from the ashes and waste... If anyone ever said "fuck you," they would just shake their head and say, "Come on, mate, that's been done." Yeah, yeah. That that would that would end it, wouldn't it? It really would. Yeah. I. How many are there? I assume there's three. Is that the whole Trident thing? No, there's four. What? Oh, no, it's really upsetting. Well, you got it? a spare one, haven't you? Yeah. Well, how is? Fucking hell! <laughs> no. No wonder it needs renewing. They can't even have the right number of submarines. Right. So this four-pointed Trident. Yes. I would um, at the back end quadrant technically a quad yeah the, in this quadrant um, I would uh, actually four does work a little bit better I would get them to play nuclear chicken where they line up uh, under the sea mm-hmm. down where it's wetter it's much better take it from me and they would fire their missiles at each other and then the first person to sort of reverse out the way is the chicken and losers. And presumably gets incinerated in a fiery explosion. Yeah. 
Okay. No, because they'd have reversed out the way. The winner oh, would get incinerated in the fire explosion. Ah, uh, okay, okay. But they'd go out knowing that they were the winner. Yeah, the loser would be alive, but they'd have to live with the fact that they were chicken. Mm. So, I'm imagining, uh, for some reason, um, sort of Captain Bird's eye. <laughs> and I hope that's not what the nuclear submarine captains look like, but... You mean, like, pro- just the, the crew of the Trident submarines are just children? Yeah. I mean... It's probably better if and he's cool. he's tempted them on board with his uh, fish fingers. <laughs> Sound worse than uh, <laughs> what actually intended it to be, which is yes. quite quite a feat. Yes. Anyway, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of scrubbed that advert from my memory, and now it's it's all flooded back in a terrifying reminder of how we used to live. Well, you're very welcome. Mm. Yes. So um, I understand that uh, Taylor Swift and Kanye West. Slash Kim Kardashian have uh, been having a bit of a brouhaha on the internet this week. Have they? So I'm told. I have read that um, someone posted a phone call that someone had made, and it proved that somebody else was was lying about something. And apparently, this has effectively finished Taylor Swift's career, according to all of Kanye's online simpletons. So I figured. Without actually, I think that doing... is what he calls his fans. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, the the Kanye. I can't think of a funny thing. Mm. Anyway, um, so I think we need to give our verdicts on this. But I mean, let's not look too deep into what actually happened. So you see, I was profoundly disappointed because when I saw the headlines, I kind of assumed that some sort of Taylor Swift, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West sex tape itself. I, I did think sex tape initially, yeah. And was disappointed to find it was just sort of a just being rude and stuff. I don't know. Um I sort of posted this when I saw it was taking over Twitter yesterday morning. Um and then I lost all interest within minutes. Yeah. So it's quite hard to come to a judgment on it. I thought we could probably spin some comedy out of it, but can't be asked. No, it's too hard. Because, it's too because hard. last night I watched uh, Straight Out of Compton. And if you want to know about diss tracks, then um you need to be looking into Easy and Ice Cube. That's quite a good film if you like um, pretending that Dr. Dre never beat up any women. Mm. Yeah, that is always the uncomfortable thing because mm. he was quite good at what he did, but. Yeah. Unfortunately, what he did was. Yes. Yeah. Rather I mean, you, you know, you want Chris Brown, let's put it into perspective. No, no, I mean. Well, he was kind of what it is. Chris Brown, wasn't he? Well, yeah, he sort of was, actually, yeah. But anyway, it was quite a good film, and um, I learned that Easy E was dead. Is he? Hmm. Oh well. Yeah. Well, I mean, he died, he died twenty-one years ago, so that explains why I hadn't heard about it. <laughs> That's why you hadn't heard from him. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I sent a couple of letters, but I never got any replies. <laughs> um. So I was reading a thing on the BBC the other day, and it was talking about millennials, and I was reading it with a normal sort of sneer that I do, and it was about how millennials, um, now I think earn less than Generation X did, or it was sort of saying that generally each generation has earned more and been more wealthy, and now millennials are fucked, basically, which we all knew. But then it said that millennials are under 35. Yeah, Yeah, it's basically 80s onwards, apparently. The BBC BBC are calling us millennials. Well, no, everyone is. Like, There's this bizarre thing where I don't understand really how people born in 1980 can really be considered millennials. No. Because, like, that's a good, you know... 20% 20% away from the, uh, the the millennium, but apparently they are. So we are technically millennials. I, I, Fuck that. I assume it's it's not so much millennial as generation crushing poverty. Well, I th- what happened to Generation Y? Uh, it became millennials. Like, they just... But I them. thought millennials came after Generation no, they, Y. They literally just... Re- they, you have to bear in mind, this is all determined by sociologists who are fucking idiots, um, but they decided that uh, Generation Y was too similar to Generation X... So right. they came up with millennials instead, probably because they were drunk at a New Year's party, and they went, why don't we just call them millennials instead? Because I, I have poured scorn upon millennials, just sort of in my head. Well, I, I mean, I think it's to... kind of weird, but you look at it, and most of the generational ranges are like 30 years. Yeah. So really, we should be getting to the point now where millennials should be kind of out of the... Like, we shouldn't be millennials anymore. Like, the, the, the kids growing up now shouldn't really be millennials. They should be whatever the fuck kids are now. Hmm. I think the problem is that we're kind of in that Idiots. inextricably linked with nineties, and the nineties yeah, yeah. a bit shit and a bit naff. Well, it's better than the eighties, mate. Yeah, 
Well, 80s was balls. But it had its own distinctive 80s-ness. The yeah, 90s so balls just, 80s-ness. Yeah. Yeah, but the 90s... 90s was wicked, man. It was a bit of a non-event, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. What the fuck was wrong with... Your, well, maybe your childhood was, but bloody... Yeah. Well, what, what do you call Britpop, mate? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. What do you think Safe by the Bell is? So does that 90s mean... 90s was the best decade. So basically what you're saying is that we're Generation Xers, no matter how much we... Everyone tries to... No, I don't think we're even Generation X. I wouldn't... Well, no, because Gen X is like 60s and 70s. I assumed there was something between Generation X and Millennial. Well, everyone... And that's what we are. It kind of... It seemed that there was, but then there wasn't anymore. Like, as they seem to just kind of roll Generation Gen Y into Millennials and went, Cause this is everybody now. It's 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 just too difficult. Like, as a, as a sociologist, it's just too difficult to make shit up about, like, small groups of people. So I'm going to mm. cast the net as widely as possible and go, yeah, fuck it. Most of the people alive today, we can just group them together as one homogenous mass. I mean, the only sort of real... Where's my grant money, please? The, the only real sort of plus in this whole clusterfuck is... That we are very much the older of the millennials, yes. and therefore less better. Fucked. Well, less fat. I was thinking better, and it's sort of like year elevens can beat up the year eights. That's mm. kind of where we are. We're we're the ones who. Well, no, because millennials, it's, everything's turned on its head. We're too old, aren't we? That's yeah. the that's yeah, the whole thing about bloody millennials. We don't we no, don't get it? the Snapchat. Well, and, no, actually, and in the, fairness, the, the WhatsApp that... and emoji and millennials uh, are coming go. And whatever else it is that millennials do, whatever, whatever other methods millennials have found for sending pictures of their penises to each other, they do a lot of whining. But this is the I, thing. Did, I did that like years ago. Boring. Oh yeah, that's true. We like millennial hipsters. I guess well, we certainly. Yeah, I guess we well, are. They call millennials because let's say millennials are more more boring. They drink less. They have less sex. They go out less. They do less. Oh everything. yeah, there is all that sort so of. We kind shit of like that... cool end of the millennials that actually you know drank and did stupid things. But that, ju- but then that makes us like um, post-punk, doesn't it? Like, mm. I mean, they were all twats, weren't they? Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's just what an awful place to be. Mm. It really is. So that was really depressing. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So, um, so we like pre-millennials then. Yeah, I, I was just on the subject of of millennials and uh, the youth of today. Um, mm. It turns out that you can make a fortune. By conning children into um, like throwing away loads of money on dodgy websites that you operate, I would like to distance myself from your claims until I know more. Well, it, it, see, it turns out that there are quite a lot of websites where you can basically uh, piss away uh, money in the form of virtual items that are worth money, even though people claim that they're not in order to get around gambling laws. Um, in the hope of getting more and better items that are worth money, even though they're not, because they have to find a way of getting around the gambling laws. Um, and that's fine. Like, you know, whatever you may think of the, the definitely not gambling sites, they exist. Uh, but it also turns out that if you're popular on YouTube, um, you can set up one of these gambling sites and then tell all of your millions of uh, teenage and pre-teenage fans uh, that they should go and spaff their pocket money on these websites um, and just simply not disclose that you own it and run it and that all the videos you're doing of you winning loads of stuff are rigged. Okay. I saw that there was um, a brouhaha on, around this on Twitter and decided it wasn't worth my time. Uh, it was, it's was. it been quite fun. Um, the, the one that kicked off particularly was uh, a website called CSGO Lotto, um, where basically you take your Counter-Strike Go items and you basically throw them against a random number generator in the hope that you get some better CSGO items out of it. Um, this is a, a man called PewDiePie no. did, did something no. about? Or? PewDiePie uh, did the thing where he took money from Warner Brothers to advertise their Shadows of Mordor game and didn't tell anyone he'd done it. Um, this oh, was a completely sweet. separate group of YouTubers who set up a CSGO gambling website um, advertised it, told all of their fans that they should go and use it, showed videos of themselves winning tens of thousands of pounds worth of CSGO items, and at no point disclosed that they owned the sites and had rigged the competitions that they were showing on video. I see. This um, all begs the question, uh, why can't we all just fucking grow up? Uh, because money, apparently. Yeah, Bloody lots millennials. Of, lots of money. 
Hmm. Well, but if I'd realised this, I could have got in on the ground floor. I could have made a fortune exploiting children. That's the problem. You always find out about um, good sort of exploitative um, cons too late. Don't yeah, you? like I thought we were past this. Like you know, we'd gone gone through this sort of era of, of exploiting children for money, um, yeah. at least in this country. But it turns out no. Like mm. it's still going on. It's just that it's moved into new media. Well, it's it's almost exactly the same as the millennial issue that it went away for a bit, but now it's fine again. Yeah. But we so we just missed out. It's bullshit, frankly. Yeah. Um, like, how am I supposed to, you know, squeeze money out of impressionable children now? Um, may have to do the, the old fashioned. You know, have some puppies in a van. Yeah. yeah but you see, that's just. I mean, that's that's kind of so old fashioned, and it's it's not really old fashioned enough to be retro, even. Mm. Like, it's just kind of a bit uncool. Well, I don't know what to tell you, really. I was very disappointed either way. I mean, similarly to you finding out about the Starbucks pornography block. Yeah, understandably. All all that wasted potential. Yeah. Maybe that's what we should be called, Generation Wasted Potential. I mean, it certainly fits. Yeah. Uh, We've had some uh, listener feedback. I don't believe you. Oh, okay. Well... (laughs) Oh, it's fine. Let's move on. Well, it came not in the form of a Twitter or Facebook message, which is what we normally get. It came as a comment on one of the blog posts, which is unusual, but fine. Um, and it came on episode 23 and a half, which wasn't even an episode. It was just um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt singing uh, Ignition Remix. Yeah. So this this listener called Patsy said... I was basically wanting to know if you ever thought about adjusting the page layout of your site. It's well written. I really like what you've got to say. But maybe you can include a little more in the way of content so people can connect with it better. You've got a great deal of text for only having one or two graphics. Maybe you could space it out better. Which is, I mean, a really good point. It is. Um, I mean, I, I mean, this is probably asking a bit much, but did they provide any helpful links to services that might help us with this? Well, that's the weird thing. No. Oh. oh, wait, that might be a link. Um, no, I don't think so. There's no link in the body of that comment. Is, so. is there, like, they've not left a, a contact email address or website that... Well, I mean, you know, a weird Yahoo address, which is kind of what you'd expect on, yeah. on such a thing, but um, no kind of websites that you can go and go and give them oh, a lot well, of money. That's disappointing. So, I don't really... No. I feel there's a missed, missed marketing opportunity there. I think so. So I might just post some um, links to... Nigerian scam sites. I've approved the comments so people can come and look at it themselves. But you, I mean, you can click into the person's profile, and that is a link to a website that doesn't exist. Uh, so I mean, even that doesn't really help. So I think it must be a genuine one. Well, fair enough. Which is very nice. I mean, we do. You know, there is a we lot value of all of our all of huge our amount of text, and uh, we do have a lot to say in the t- writing that we do on the website. So. um We've still got quite a few things to get through, but I think maybe we'll uh, roll those over to next week when inevitably we won't. I think think that's the the best way to handle these things. Gone on for quite long enough. Um, But there is one elephant in the room that we need to address, which is that we've had a specific request from a listener um, for David from Birmingham to make a return to the podcast. Yes. Okay. Um, now, obviously, the last time uh, and the first time that we had him on, um, he showed us up proper like. This is the problem, isn't it? He, I mean, fucking hell, Dan wasn't even there that week. Imagine what he'd do if Dan was here. Yeah, it's it's going to be awkward. We've only just recovered and made ourselves look even halfway professional. But it does bring the promise of one new listener. And let's face it, one listener is uh, going to... Add a good uh, 20% to our listening figures, I would say. I mean, easily. Um, yeah. And I don't think we can look a gift listener in the tweet. That's a horrific thing you just said, but I see what you were trying to get across. Thank you. Uh, so, well, you know, I guess we do owe it to him since we um, took Geek News Radio down in the great podcast war of twenty. Was the it only, early this year or last? Uh, uh, who yes, knows? Yes, who it knows? Was. Uh, uh, the, only, the only problem is whether he's going to be willing to come back on again after the horrible things that you said about Japanese culture. Well, I mean, he'll probably want to come on and defend all that bullshit. That's true. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I guess this is an official invitation that any time he wants to come back, he's uh, will be grudgingly welcomed. Yeah. And since Christopher from Dorset has uh, fucked off to, I don't know, I'm going to say Cambodia. I don't really know, uh, but he's gone to Cambodia for August. Isn't he um, digging up landmines? Could could well be. I mean, that's the sort of thing he does on holiday. Yeah. Uh, he's too tight to buy his own. Uh, yeah. So you know, we do have. We we've very much been the three man thing for quite some time, but four men seem to make things better. So your mum told me. Ha ha! Just uh, that was the only place that could reasonably go. Ha ha! I didn't. That was an accent. Uh, I'll stop now. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're it's just getting into it. We're, we're just getting into a that's what she said battle, aren't we? And yeah, that can, that 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 can go on all night. Hey. <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall we just end it now in disappointment? Yeah. So, uh, if David from Birmingham would like to come back and will insult his mum instead for a change, um, I suppose technically we can't stop him. Mm. He has access to the Google Doc, and I don't know how to block that access. So, you know, he's he's probably been um, like doing a WikiLeaks on all of our future episode agendas. We might need to switch to a, a new document. Yeah, we might need to do some encryption or something. Yeah. That's a thing I've heard about. I thought so anyway, the means of encryption was not writing anything in the document. I mean, that's that's Dan's approach generally. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the end of episode 57. And uh, Adam, what have you learnt this week? Uh, I have learnt that uh, Windows 10 is really shit and has fucked my laptop up. So I've had to spend the podcast sitting in a very hot room upstairs instead of a comfortable room downstairs. Uh, Dan, what have you learnt? I have learnt that I'll be having my coffee in Costa rather than Starbucks in future. Well, that's precisely what I was going to say I'd learnt that um, all this time I've been wanking Costa, I could have been doing it in Starbucks. How about Cafe Nero? Fucking hell, mate. I'm not going to have a wanking Cafe Nero. I've got That's some class. Fair enough. Jesus. God. I'll have a wanking pret if I'm feeling feeling fruity. <laughs> yes. So that's the end of episode 57. You are all dismissed. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.